Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Yitzi Parnas. Uh, before I begin, I would like to just give a, a big thank you to Rabbi Huda Zalmanowitz um, for giving me this opportunity to share a few words with you. I also want to give a big thank you to Rabbi Stu Zalmanowitz, who hooked me up with Rabbi Huda and made this possible to happen. So thank you very much. So this week's Pasha, Pasha's Vayishlach, the Pasha opens up with one of the most dramatic episodes in the entire Torah. Yaakov Avinu is preparing for war. His camp, the Bnei Yaakov, they're preparing for war. He's sending presents. He's davening to Hashem. Esav is coming. Esav wants to come kill Yaakov. So this is a scene that when we're younger, our parents, our rabbis, our moras, this is an integral scene in the life of a Yid. It takes a, a big part in our muna, a big part in our, in our culture. I have a very simple question, very simple question on this episode in the Torah. If we take a look, and Pasha's told us, in Parak of Zion, so Esav says, after Yaakov took the brachas, Esav says, I'm going to go kill Yaakov. When am I going to kill Yaakov? Yikru yimei evil avi. The days of Avelos, when my father dies, I'm going to come kill Yaakov. Now, let's make a very simple cheshven. Rashi says, in this week's parsha, it says that Yitzchak dies. Rashi says, Achenart, that ein muktimum ocher betayra. Right? Ein muktimum ocher betayra. Nothing in the Torah. There's nothing earlier or later. You can't, you can't learn the Torah in the order that it's written. Yeah, really, what happens is Yitzchak, as Nifta, Yitzchak dies 12 years after Mechiris Yaisen. 12 years after Mechiris Yaisen. Now, we're holding at a point in the Torah before 12 years, you know, after Mechiris Yaisen. Yitzchak is still alive. Esau says, I'm going to kill Yaakov when my father dies. What's the Pashup shot in this scene? What's the Pashup shot in this episode? How is it possible Esau is coming to kill Yaakov? Yitzchak is still alive. What's going on here? So in order to answer this question, I was thinking, ask, let's ask a different question. Let's go back to Pashup's Talmud. Esau says, he's all upset. Yaakov takes the brachas. Esav's, he's, he's all upset. Esav says, Alashin, Let's wait for the days of Eivel. A very funny way of saying, I'm going to wait until my father dies. That's not easy. Eivel means I'm going to wait until the days of Avelos. You should say, speak straight, speak like a match. Until my father dies. What's the pshat in the Lashin? So the Kayakar explains the Lashin. What's the Lashin Yimei Evel Avi? Esav knew, Esav knew the secret of Yaakov Avinu. The secret of Yaakov Avinu is, Kozman Yaakov is sitting and learning Torah. I don't stand a chance. I don't stand a chance. Yaakov is learning Torah. The Torah is going to be a Shmira. The Torah is going to be Megan. I don't stand a chance. Yukri Yimei Evel Avi, the Kayakar means, an Avel is Asr and Talmud Torah. Shtayt and Pasuk, Kukudi Hashem Yishar Misam Chelev. And other can't have Simcha. The Torah brings Simcha. Zap Ace of a Grace of Lamdin, by the way. Ace of a Grace of Lamdin, he had good Yichas also. Right? Ace of a Grace of Lamdin. I'm going to wait until Avelos. Yaakov's sitting Shiva, he can't learn Torah, he'll be vulnerable, he doesn't have the Shmir of the Torah. He's all mine. That's the Pshan of Ashen, Yikubi May, Avel of. Make a Chazim. Esau sees Yaakov coming back from the house of Lavan. 
Lovon, who Tiger Anderson says, Lovon is really Bilam, the biggest Russia. Bilam was the counterbalance to Maishu Rabbeinu, stating Mishnah and others. He was the absolute worst person in the world, Lavan. There's no way Yaakov is still shaming Torah Mitzvahs. There's no way the Yaakov is still learning Torah. I don't have to wait till my father dies. He doesn't have the Shemira now. He's not learning Torah now. Right now is my opportunity. Zafdeisov, I'm going to come kill Yaakov because Yaakov is leaving the house of, of Lavan. Now I have an opportunity. That was the secret that Esau knew. Esau knew the secret. How do I eradicate Yaakov? How do I take down Klai Yisrael? When they're not learning Torah, specifically Torah, they don't have the Shemira. They don't have the Shemira. They're vulnerable. Nobody knew this lesson. Nobody knew the secret better than the Yavanim. It says in Al-Anisim, the Yavanim wanted to stamp out the Torah. They knew this lesson. They knew the secret. You separate the Yidin from the Torah, they're vulnerable. We'll be able to take them over. We'll be able to win. The problem is, they didn't count on the Maccabin. They didn't count on Kaiser being much nefesh for the Torah. And the Nase of Hanukkah was in serious nefesh for Torah. The Ner Hanukkah represents Klal Yisrael being much nefesh for Torah. I just want to add and end with just one piece of symbolism. There's a very interesting halacha when it comes to the nearest Hanukkah. The Mishnah in Shabbos and Abchaf Amir Beis lists the Litvishah say it Friday night. What are you allowed to light? What kind of materials? What kind of oil? What kind of wicks? What could you use to light the near Shabbos? So, the Mishnah lists a whole bunch, a whole bunch of, of materials that you're not allowed to use, oils and wicks. And the Gemara says, on that Chafal from the Gemara says, what's the reason why you can't use these specific oils and wicks for Ner Shabbos? Because they don't light very well. They don't catch the flame. They don't hold the flame very well. And the person's going to come. He's going to fix it. He's going to fix it. We're worried. Therefore, for Shabbos, you're not allowed to use these materials. You're not allowed to use the oils. You're not allowed to use the wicks. The Gemara goes on a few lines later. The Gemara and the Chafal from Menach on the bottom, really based on the Chafal from the base. Um, the Gemara says that even though for Ner Shabbos, you're not allowed to use these materials, for Ner Hanukkah, you're allowed. The Gemara gets to a halachic discussion. You're allowed to use a bain b'Shabbos, bain b'Chol. And it's a big machlokes in the Rishonim, the Mechamis, and the Balamar. The, the Mechamis brings two days. I'll call upon him. We pass in the halacha. We pass in that it's, you're able to use these materials that don't hold the fire they don't hold the flame. You're allowed to use them for Ner Just to say a little bit of symbolism, a little bit of a deeper idea. We said that the Ner represents the Nitzachin, the, 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 the fact that the Kali Yisrael won over the Yavanim. They held on to the Torah. That's what the Ner represents. When it comes to the Ner it doesn't matter. When it comes to the Ner of Torah, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be a weak person, you could be a strong person, you could be a, a person that's able to hold the flame, a person that can't hold the flame. Every single yid, doesn't matter who you are. The Nerchanik, or you're allowed to use these materials, the oils, you're allowed to use the wicks, the ones that can't hold the flame so well. If you're a yid, you have a connection to the Torah. If you're a yid, it doesn't matter. The Nerchanik or the Ner Torah, you're allowed to use these materials, the oils and the wicks that don't hold the flame as well. 
Thank you very much. Have a great day.